where Jeff Bezos, like Jeff Bezos porn? Of course. Wow. Quick answer, and your quick answer led to the right answer. <laughs> in this scene, Jeff Bezos is in his office auditioning hot chicks to go into space with him because he wants to join the Mile High Club in orbit. The first girl oh. only wants to talk about science, so he gets really bored with her. He's like, fuck you. If you could do anything in zero gravity, what would you like to do? Well, I would really like to study the effects of zero gravity on our antibodies and cell regeneration and how it can be applied to basically every medical research from the cancer and common cold. I want to measure the time that it takes to move around in space. You know what? The time that it takes for me to care about that is really kind of flown out the window because if you really want to study something, I have something right here that you can study. And we can take that right to the moon. Um, you know, I he hates this girl. I mean, it's so, first of all, why can't they get good sound in porn? I mean, honestly, I don't know. I don't so? know where they're hiding this mm. microphone, but it's not good. I know. So cheaply done. But uh, but then the next girl comes into Jeff Bezos and she she's really into Jeff Bezos and she blows him and they start fucking while they rot, watch a uh, rocket footage. No, no. <laughs> I mean, and 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 here. Okay. Two, one. Oh, yes, baby. That rocket ship is going to the moon. Oh, like I'm blessing you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeff, uh, Jeff Bezos porn. He's going to the moon. So corny. I, I couldn't beat off to that. This is why porn has deteriorated. People don't have any taste. <laughs> Do you think there's critical race theory porn? Oh, of course. No, the answer is no. Oh, None. they haven't caught up to it yet. No. What about Karens? You know these women who yell? That, first of all, yes, yes, yes. Yep. You know Karens are middle-aged white women who always call the cops or complain to a manager. And in fact, they've incorporated this into porn. This is Karen porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's going on? This is exactly what I expected to see. And I'm about to call the property manager. The property manager? What's yes. going on? All I can smell is weed and chicken, fried chicken. Here, come, come, come in. I can't, I can't hear you. Please, come in. If you turn down your music, you can hear me. I don't... I don't... You're going to invite me in? Let me turn the music down. Hold on just a second. Yeah, please, come in. Come in. Hold on. I think I do need to calm down a little bit, so... Maybe you can give me a massage. My shoulders are really hurting. Oh, these are so bad. Yeah, these oh. are really bad. I'm not beating off to any of this, by the way. I want to make that clear. I don't know how you found it. Eric Adams ran against Curtis Lewa in the New York City mayoral race. Was there porn about it? Yes. No. Finally. No? Something. No, no. <laughs> they we couldn't find one porn on the mayoral race in New York City. Nothing sexy about those two guys. Britney Spears conservative ship. What is that called? Conservatorship. 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 What do you think? Britney Spears. I, I mean, would have people, to say there's got to be Britney Spears conservator porn. Yeah, because I mean, people jerk off to Britney Spears, the real one. Why not? Yeah. Uh, and yes, yeah. The real Britney Spears likes posting sexy pictures on her social media. And in this porn... 
Her photographer tries to hit on her before her conservator dad shows up. <laughs> and then, yeah, well, here he is hitting on her. I'll give you a little sample. You know, I've always been, like, a huge sex icon. Yeah, I've heard that, Brittany. Perfect. Just a quick question, Brittany. Uh, mm-hmm. What time do you think your dad gets back? Um, I don't know. You know, I thought you weren't going to bring him up again. I'm no, sorry. I'm just, I'm, I'm just curious what time after you're done taking my photos okay she's a pretty good britney spears i gotta say it's a Ugh. pretty good uh but in this scene the photographer britney's really horny from being cooped up by her dad so of course they have to have sex and the photographer gets really lucky with her here we go hmm. fuck britney spears i know you've jerked off to this so many times <laughs> Hit that pussy one more time is in reference, of course, to her song. Right? Yes. Baby, hit me one more time. Right. Yes. In this scene, Brittany sings, oops, I squirted again. Enjoy this. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, anyway, I would like them to ban current event porn. I don't like it. It's very, uh, it's rushed and it's very low quality. I don't know what the actors look like. Maybe they're attractive, but that dialogue really leaves you wanting. You're a tough critic. You really are. All right. So I played you all the uh, montage of, uh, the insurrection, didn't I? You know, no, I'm, I'm, I'm back to my year in review. Yeah, yeah, you I did. played us the people um, going crazy. Did you play oh, yeah, the I know where I left of you. the insurrection? I don't think so. Yeah, but the, the, all the newscasters are saying the word erection oh, instead that. of insurrection. Okay. Yeah. So that's, um, let me move on with the year in review because it's getting late. Knocks on the door. We uh, We incorporated a lot of people knocking on the door this year. Many surprise drop-ins, Robin. In case you're just tuning in, we're doing a year in review. But the year in review has been going on for 17 hours. <laughs> we act This year, we installed a door into the studio so people could knock on the door and tell us they were here. Yeah. Like Greta Thunberg. Um, as a result, we tried to have a civilized political debate between President Trump and former California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger this year. And I it remember devolved. that. You remember that? Yeah, that was a highlight to me. It devolved pretty quickly into them hurling insults at each other. This Trump is an existential threat to our democracy, Howard. And also, his dick is super small. A one-term president with a one-inch cock. Austrian loser. Cheeto dick. You know what, (laughs) bitch tits? Yeah, well, you're a piss lover. Box office poison. Trump... I challenge you to a cock-off. Listen to this. That's pathetic. That's pathetic. Listen to this. Listen to this. I thought it'd be more impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Some of the impressions on the show are getting too good. This year, our Alex Jones puppet sounded so much like the real thing that he was mistakenly quoted in the Daily Mail. Remember, remember I that? Know. The Daily Mail. And then the real Alex Jones was all pissed off. 
But here's the truth, and this is a, a great clip from this year. The Alex Jones puppet was only slightly exaggerating things that the real Alex Jones had actually said. Now, in this clip, you're going to hear the real Alex Jones first and then our puppet. And you'll see uh, there is not that big a difference. This Trump is an ex. Oh, wrong one. Here. I tell you, you got to take these vaccines to live your life. You've got to take this to be able to get on a plane. And then they tell you later, by the way, this could kill your ass. And it's got HIV in it. It has HIV in it. It has HIV in it. It has HIV in it. They want forced inoculation of the Gates vaccination, which has the HIV delivery system gene coding. It has HIV in it. It has HIV in it. It has HIV in it. <laughs> so, uh, fake Alex Well, Jones. then what Very... did he say was wrong with that impression? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> I think our, our guy was actually a little too sane. <laughs> I think if our Alex Jones replaced the real Alex Jones, no one would notice. That's what That's I right. think. Nobody would know. Right. Another big thing this year, as we do every year, was Cocktober. No year goes by on this show without celebrating Cocktober. This year we had a segment called Stupid Penis Tricks. All of the tricks had names. Even the callers and Fun George got into it. It was pretty cool. We started with the helicopter, the fire hose. Those are pretty obvious. The hot dog, the hamburger. Then we would go to the Nautilus, the baked potato. This is a Robert doing the classic baby bird. <laughs> Big guy. The Eiffel Tower or the Loch Ness Monster. Wow. Wow. And hello. Uh, you are going to perform something called the French Keister. Is that correct? That's correct, yes. <laughs> so you're going to shit your own balls out of your ass. Oh. Brad. Help me fold my penis into the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun with that. I hope you loved Cocktober this year as much as I did. In fact, Sal and Richard contributed to Cocktober this year. They performed synchronized urinating. Well, I didn't know whether you were going to find that a highlight or a low light. I loved it. When Sal choked and could not perform, <laughs> Richard is the one pissing. They, they had practiced this for hours, days, actually. Um, and it was so great. Sal couldn't perform. He totally <laughs> choked and he was so upset. It was the biggest disappointment on the show, but yet, you know, interesting. A complete letdown. Yes. A complete letdown. Sal fucking it up. Look at him. <laughs> Who's that? You, Sal? That's Richard. Oh. Look, Sal sucks. Fuck. Uh, you fucking moron. Hold on a second. Why are you fucking it up, Sal? I'm getting pee shy, Howard. I'm, I never, this never happened to me before. Come on, you peckerhead. Uh, I, I farted. Not even a drop? <laughs> I think you Douchebag. I've never been more disappointed in him. Mm. That was really weird. It was. And then after the show, he did it and it worked. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of things. With the staff, Jason lost 78 pounds. Ronnie moved to Las Vegas. Two of our guys got engaged. 
Sal was the, talking about that he could communicate with animals this year. Yeah, he's communicating with more um, non-human beings. Yeah. Howard, I locked eyes and communicated with a squirrel. <laughs> I know. That's why I don't want to talk about it. Right. So I slowly approached the window, and he was about four feet away from me. And the squirrel, Howard, slowly turned around and looked right at me in my eyes. I feel like I can communicate with anything, with trees, with, with plants, with anything. Anything but humans, right. When I do meditate, I do thank trees, you know, because trees provide so much for us. <laughs> ah, my favorite bird of all time, the red cardinal. Right. Cardinals, red cardinals are angelic symbols. When I meditate and I speak to the universe, I get many red cardinals. I feel like that's from my guardian angels. Yes. Yes, he does. He's, Can you imagine? He went to a zoo. They drag him out in a straitjacket. I mean, the but guy. But it was is, impressive when he could tell what all those bird sounds were. He he was he was impressive with that. Uh, Sal also admitted to jerking off in a plane bathroom, watching porn with his brother-in-law. He also got dumped by his attractive doctor for asking her <laughs> to examine his balls. That was the best. <laughs> so Sal had a big year on the show. Ronnie told us about getting a bloody nose while going down on a woman. That was a big um, a thing for Ronnie this year, if you remember that. Um, hey, you know what I thought was maybe the most disgusting revelation by a staff member this year was Richard Christie talking about how he had a van <clears throat> when he was in high school and he installed a toilet seat next to the driver's seat. Right. And um, the, the, they cut a hole through the floorboard. And that uh, guys would use it to shit. And here is Richard telling us that disgusting story. Like, you'd yeah. go to a party, you'd be drinking, and if you had to take a shit, rather than, you just go into your van and shit. Rather than them going out to shit in the woods or something, they would just get in the passenger side of my van, and we'd watch them and watch their face, like, with them grunting and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd all wait. We'd kind of lean down where you see, like, at the bottom of the van, and we'd wait for the shit to pop onto the ground. It was, it was like entertainment at a keg party. Sometimes we We'd put ice in it and use it for a cooler too, but like there'd the be toilet streaks in there. Yeah, <laughs> like you'd have to really <laughs> be was... careful which beer you grabbed. Oh, I mean that is really gross. I mean, he never God. ceases to impress. You know, when you think he said the most disgusting right. thing you've ever heard, he always comes up with something better. You know, okay, so you had a toilet in your van, but. Then you put ice in it and use it as a refreshment yeah, center. Yeah, with the shit streaks I mean, still there. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's outrageous. <laughs> uh, there was also a lot of fighting on the show this year. Every year we have fighting. Ronnie's big feud with apples was a big topic. Yes. Some people hate it. Some people like it. Because the uh, any call from apples immediately sets Ronnie off. I mean, um, all right, here, here's a montage of some angriest moments from Apples and Ronnie for the year. I told you, this guy rubbed me the wrong way right from the beginning. Yeah, you're not my friend. You're not anything to me, dude. You fucking dog shit under my shoe. Well, he's a fucking asshole. To the me. He's a fucking asshole. He's the asshole. <laughs> Haven't heard this asshole in a long time. He's just a fucking... Type of weed? Fuck yourself. He, fucking, fucking face. He's a fucking jerk. The fucking joke. Fucking laugh. Because he's a fucking <laughs> moron. I just go fuck yourself, you moron. Moron on the phone has the fucking moron. 
He's, he's a moron. He's a hey. moron. He's a fucking right. moron. Howard. He's a fucking mm. moron. You're a psychopath. Hello. Just just hang up on him. Hang up on him and I'll talk to you all you want. Just hang up on this asshole. Hey. Hang up already. Just hang up the goddamn phone. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing is it started over nothing. Do you remember what started at all? It was when uh, Apple saw a picture of Ronnie's fiance Stephanie, on Instagram, and he called in and he asked whose cereal was in the background. And, uh, That's right. And that was it. Set Ronnie off. He accused Apples of trying to uh, say that Stephanie was eating Lucky Charms because Beth was eating Lucky Charms and uh, World War One started over For Lucky Charms. For whatever reason, that makes Ronnie really angry. Yeah. He doesn't want to seem derivative. Even the allegation, yeah, even the charge just sets him off. Yeah, if you ever want to get to Ronnie, you just say, hey, you're trying to be like Howard, and that'll do it. <laughs> I've learned that from apples, yeah. so thank you for that lesson. Oh, Ronnie, you're just trying to be like me. Oh, no, I'm not. I, I got my own man. Uh. Uh, also, I do want to mention a couple of whack pack moments from the year. If I may, in the year in review, uh, high pitch Eric, when he called in his low pitch Eric, his new character. Oh, yes. We had high pitch and low pitch on the phone at the same time. I thought it was a very, very big highlight of the low year. Low pitch. How come high pitch is always talking about like fucking Donnie Wahlberg and having sex with Donnie Wahlberg? How, you know he must be gay, right, low pitch? Well, he loves Donnie Wahlberg and he loves Blue Bloods. So, I mean,. That's his prerogative. Well, low pitch. Wow. Who do you who do you want to fuck? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to fuck? I'm telling you, this low pitch is much more intelligent than I. <laughs> low pitch. Who do you want to fuck? Jenny McCarthy or Donnie Wahlberg? Jenny McCarthy. Okay. Oh, wow. High pitch. Who do you want to fuck? Jenny McCarthy or Donnie Wahlberg? Donnie Wahlberg. There you go. High pitch. Low pitch. Amazing. Amazing. Ask Napkin Ed. We we hadn't spoken to him for a few years, but this year he uh, reemerged. He he a, came back. Yeah, that was a comeback. A comeback of 2021. Ask Napkin Ed. We found out that um, our own Chris Wilding does a spot-on impression of Ed. We called him Ask Napkin Chris, and we had our own Ask Napkin Chris talk to Ed about how they both have ass worms, and it was <laughs> fabulous from this year. You ever put your phone up to your ass? Like, to see if you can hear them? No. Like, hang on, I'll do it now. You hear that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. You hear that, man? Yeah, wh what is this? I, I think it's the worms. Damn, you got them worse than me. I'm going to put, a, a like, a grape up to my ass. What? I think they're going to eat it. Damn. Yeah, listen. <laughs> Fucker's gone. Huh. Whole... Grape is gone. Yours is more like a, a tapeworm or a snake. Or yeah, something. they're long, angry fuckers, too. What was it, like a piece of spaghetti? Yeah. Sounds like a Raymond noodle or something. Yeah. <laughs> Ass Napkin Ed making a big comeback with Ass Napkin Chris. A Raymond noodle. <laughs> yeah, Raymond. <laughs> Rough year for Wendy, the slow adult. I should mention that she spent part of the year living in a car with her mother. Yeah, and they would they would sleep in the parking lot of a Cracker Barrel. They were looking for a home, but yeah, they had but to who, go search for it. But who knew that Cracker Barrel like lets you sleep in the parking lot at night? But they do. We do now. Yeah, we learned. 
And then they finally moved into a house. And Wendy then thought it was haunted by her dead dad. <laughs> I remember this. Like I was like, Jesus, they get they can't catch a break. My cat can see my daddy, and I can see him too. What do you mean by that? We can see his ghost spirit. So you're seeing ghosts in your new house? Yep. I can hang with my ghost dad every day. So your new house is haunted <laughs> by the spirit of your dead father? Yep. And Robin's been playing with him, too. He's going nuts. Your cat has been playing with your ghost dad? Yep. So can you actually see the ghost? <laughs> no. Yes, I can. <laughs> Yeah, her health, I worry about that, too. I know, she sounds like she's possessed. And how does she know her cat can see her ghost dad? I mean, does the cat talk to her and say, hey, I see your dad? I mean... Well, I guess the cat's playing around or doing something, and she just assumes that that's because the cat can see her dad. I see. By the way, no year in review would be complete without the list of things I hate. The guys track everything. (laughs) That's right. Every conversation I have with Robin, they they make a, a note of things I hate. I'm shocked by some of these things. Sometimes I forget what I hate, but here it is. <laughs> I hate leaving my house. I hate flowers. I hate the word party. I hate parties. I hated that fucker, Prince Charles. What a maggot. I hate talking on Zoom. I hate when people waste the time of the police. I hate April Fool. I've always hated being on the radio. I love it, but I hate it. I hate texting. I hate social media. The one thing I hate is when people take my picture. I hate listening to my radio shows. I hate wearing socks. And I hate the quotes science i hate having a live audience i think it's the worst thing ever i hate going anywhere for pleasure i hate spray miguel i hate that guy miguel i hate unrequited love i can't stand when i go to a concert and they sing along i hate it i hate that show i'm not watching it squid games not watching it i hate chucky such a little fuck i hate when people use that word ocd beth and i hate the same people i hate when people's superpowers get stolen i hate that fucking halloween i hate that fucking halloween i tell you i hate the whole thing i hate it i i hate you all that's why i hide in my house i'm so happy in quarantine i don't want to deal with anybody (laughs) i hate a lot i even hate yes you do use the hate word a lot there were a lot of things i hated in 2021 but I don't think it's good for you. I really don't. Well, you, you know, you're be right. Hating so much. Well, you want to know something in all seriousness? Uh, mm-hmm. The people have said to me, make a love list instead of a hate list. But <laughs> here's it's my very love list. short. <laughs> it's Metamucil, <laughs> Beth, Robin, and my bed. And that's it. Oh, my goodness. Of course, my kids. But Of course. Yeah, that's always like a given. It goes without saying. Of course. But, you know, I was talking to an expert on World War II. He says, you know, I listened to your hate list. Hitler didn't have that much hate. He even liked <laughs> things more than you did. This is what, this is the only reason I worry about you becoming president. Yeah. Is because you hate oh, so many things. You should be scared if I become president. <laughs> I don't hate my staff, but I do get annoyed by them. In 2021, of course, I always get annoyed by uh, my staff. Uh, people are so annoying. 
Everything about Gary annoys me. I don't know why. Uh, Gary just seems to have endless time, and it annoys me. So I get ticked off at Gary if he has a beanbag chair. I get ticked off at Gary if he's making his ashes into vinyl. I guess I got annoyed when I heard Gary spend time researching the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame voting. Richard was annoying. He took three months paternity leave. I mean, give me a break. What was going on there? I think that Benji is so annoying and so insincere in therapy. JD annoys me the way he's like wasting money on baseball cards. Ralph started texting me right before the Mick Jagger interview and I got very annoyed. Who am I annoyed with? Like Sal. Like, yeah, I still can't figure out how Sal is funny. They said T. It annoyed me. I, why can't they say the word gossip? Why are they saying T? You know me. Everybody just annoys me. Everyone annoys me, Robin. Yeah, you get annoyed by a lot of things. You yeah, can't I let do. anything go. Nothing just washes over you. No, now you, you have sound like Beth. To register an opinion about it, and it's usually you, sound, you don't like it. Now you sound like my wife. She says you're so <laughs> negative. I mean, it goes on all day and night, and I don't even well, realize there are I'm times doing it. after the show where you will have made fun of something that your father does or used to do. Yeah. And I would say to myself, does he realize that he does that? That's right. I the do same realize. as his father. I'm caught in a loop. <laughs> By the way, let's point out that Gary was half of my annoying list. So That's true. Yeah. Gary gets to annoy you more than anyone. I, I feel bad for Gary, so I don't even point out most of the things that he annoys me about now. Yeah. I just got keep quiet. You stop. <laughs> I did. I did. I, you know. What I'd do you do with I... them? Do you write them down just so you can get them out? <laughs> sometimes I do, honestly. Ooh. I, I, I do bite my tongue sometimes. I, 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 I hate that I get annoyed. I don't, I hate getting annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's a real problem. Let me end on a positive note. 2021, we had some great musical performances. Yes. Right? We had, uh, I mean, I'm just going to name a few. Metallica with Miley Cyrus, Ed Sheeran, Coldplay, Foo Fighters, Brandy Carlisle. I mean. Yeah, it was an amazing time. list this year. Absolutely. So close, no matter how
on that one Brandy Carlisle right that's all you can say no it's from heaven I definitely think there is a heaven now I can't be how do you make that sound I'll tell you that's when I go you know what I want to stay on this planet just so I can hear stuff like that it makes me, that well, makes you'll me hear it, but J.D. said, you know, you can hear it. Yeah, you can hear it after you die? Good. Thank you, J.D. All right, I'll take one last call. We'll get out of here, Robin, and uh, we'll resume tomorrow. Let's go to Andy. Andy in Georgia. Hi, Andy. Hmm. No Andy. Andy? Hey, you there? Oh. oh. Hey, what up? Hey. You know, I called you guys in 1982 from Norwalk, Connecticut. Yeah, I remember you. Oh, yeah, right. Anyways. It was um, a Tuesday, I, I believe, 1982. Yeah, a long time ago. I'm in Atlanta now, but lived in L.A. for 29 years. Okay. And the people there, just don't get me started, so we came to Atlanta. Anyway, I have a really good act. Uh, I've been doing stand-up for seven years. I sent a tape to AGT. Let me give you some advice before you talk about AGT. I'll give you whatever insight you want. When you say, Andy, oh, I lived in L.A., don't get me started about the people there. So we moved to Atlanta. I, I take umbrage with that because... I have found, I've lived all over the country in my radio career, and people are pretty much the same everywhere. There are nice people, there are bad people. When you blame your problems on, oh, the people on in L.A., it means you're the problem. Because I, I lived in Detroit. I lived in Hartford. I lived everywhere I lived, I found nice people. And I never once said, oh, woe is me. The reason I can't live somewhere is because of the people. Don't get me started. Okay, I understand. You're right. That's my point of, of view. Yeah, and, and I do have a lot of friends, um, believe it or not. I go to a psychiatrist. I wanted to thank you about the Metamucil crackers, by the way. Two packs did it for me. Absolutely. I make beautiful <laughs> movements from Metamucil. They're not a Lovely. sponsor of mine, but I do talk them up. Oh. Uh, I had uh, an issue, and uh, now I have beautiful movements. Uh, you should see yep. what comes out of me from that Metamucil and extra Andy. fiber. <laughs> me and Andy. Thank it's you so beautiful much. Beautiful. Anyway, on, beautiful. on AGT, what, what kind of advice? <laughs> Thank you. Oh. What do you again? What do you? How did you? You want to get on America's Got Talent? What do you do? I sent them a tape. It, it was professionally done. It was good, and they say that you'll be contacted by spring. What of do you do? Oh, I'm a stand-up. Okay. All right. Now, first of all, I'm glad to hear you're a stand-up, and I'll tell you why. You sound like a lot of stand-ups I know who don't make it. Oh, I don't want to tell you about L.A. Oh, you should see those people. Forget. In other words, my problems aren't that I'm not funny. My problem is the people in L.A. don't know funny when they see it. See, that's the loser mentality. Well, you know, it's interesting because when she started that way, I thought there was going to be a joke afterward like that's what a comedian would do there's something funny about it 
So, I Andy, what do you oh. what do you want to know? You want to know why you weren't selected for America's Got Talent? What is it you're asking me? No, I'm I'm I don't know the time period. Um, I was going to send you guys a tape and, and have you evaluate it. I'll watch but it. I didn't know that. I'll watch um, it, but I'm going to be honest with you. If you're good, I'll tell you. But if you're not, I'll tell you too. No, and I'm going to tell you I something else, it. Andy. What mm-hmm. happened? You sent a tape to America's Got Talent, and they didn't get in touch with you. Uh, um, not so far. They say it could be up to spring. The casting director for it contacted me though and said, oh. "Hey, I like I like the way you spell your name." And she was kind of. Um, a little, she was very nice, but I, just, I don't know the result. When did you send but the anyway, tape? I'm sorry? When did you send the tape? Um, Probably about a month ago. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, first of all, I'll tell you this. I, I would have no idea how they have a selection process. In other words, I sat there. There were a bunch of producers on that show. And they would bring people out. So I don't know how they select, and I don't know how long it takes. But I can tell you they do get a lot of submissions. So waiting a month, the fact that anybody contacted you and said they like the way you spell your name or something, I mean, that's probably a good sign that at least they're you're on their radar. Yeah, but yeah. I would imagine somebody who was rejected out of hand would not have heard from anyone. What 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 has she called you to say? I like how you spell your name. That's an unusual call, but is that what she no, said? No, um, we were friends on Facebook, and she messengered me. Oh, okay. She liked how you spelled your name, and she, and so you sent her a tape, and now you're waiting to hear. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know I, what what. Can I, I send you guys it? Is there any? Sure. Well, you're not give me an email. I watch on, it, um, but I'm a, here's yeah. what I'm afraid. I'm. I'm kind of brutally honest, and I don't want to destroy you. And and this is the problem I had even with America's Got Talent. Most people that I meet, especially in America, because I don't go anywhere else. (laughs) Yeah, everybody you meet is in America. Everyone I meet is in my house, honestly, (laughs) if I can be honest. But when uh, this is a sad reality. If I watched your tape and I said to you, gee, it's not very good and here's why. I would never say to you it's not good. I would tell you why I don't think it's good. Um, yeah. That's, and, th- that's and then most people give up. They go, shit, I suck. Fuck it. I'm going to go get a regular job. Uh, well, I have I been told. I sales career forever. That's right. I have been told many times in my life that I suck on the on the radio. In fact, just recently I was told that. In fact, yesterday I was told that. But I never <laughs> take no for an answer. I always believed in myself and I believed that I had something to say and that I'd be good to be on the radio. So in a way, I hate to evaluate your tape because I don't want you to give up. You should, you know, look, if you're really horrible, you're wasting your time. But if you, if you got some potential, well, you should. Awards. What was that? I won some awards in LA and here. Oh, all right. Well, maybe you are good. How old are you? You know what it's, I'm bipolar. It turns out I'm bipolar, so the whole thing is about mental health, and I'm trying to uh, put an end to the stigma associated with mental illness. So that's the theme of it, and I thought that'd be something good to get out there. (laughs) Certainly. How old are you? Your age, 67. 
Oh, my God. Don't say my Perfect age. time to start. Yeah, you're not very funny. You just shocked the shit out of me. I'm not 67, oh. honey. I don't know what show you're listening to. Uh, no. Uh, listen, Rodney Dangerfield made it late in life. By late in life, I mean in his 40s. Uh, I know. Uh, Grandma Moses was around your age and made it as a painter. But uh, I don't know, man. Uh, you know How many comedians start at that age? I don't know. Exactly. Well, you know what? You sound right for America's Got Talent. You know what I mean? Like an old lady kind of comedy. That sounds right up uh, there, Allie. Uh, and between Heidi and Simon, you should really be a hit. Uh, they, they're pretty much experts on comedy. Um, <laughs> and I don't even know. Who's the judges now? Simon, I know. Big fucker. Simon? Loser. I hadn't heard that there were any judge changes. That drives yes, me Sophia crazy. Vergara, right. Heidi, and Howie. Yeah. yeah. Well, Howie knows something about comedy. You could trust that. Of but course, yeah, Simon yeah. Cowell, I don't know how this guy, Simon Cowell didn't know anything about anything. I don't even know. Right, I told you, the other day we were looking at Jennifer Hudson on that uh, Hall of Fame Awards, and she yeah. was amazing. I said, they kicked her off uh, yeah. American Idol. Simon Cowell's right. so good, he kicked off Jennifer Hudson. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I would hate for my career to be judged by him, but the show is good in terms of starting careers. I was talking to a guy I met outside. I was walking around. Just recently. Mm-hmm. And I met um, this guy, uh, Oz, Oz Perlman. He was a mentalist. He was on AGT. So, Howard, I got to thank you. You were a big proponent of my uh, career. You were really pushing for me. I-, I was on AGT. He goes, my career has skyrocketed. This guy is busy 24 hours a day. Thank he- you. He- thank you. But he was a real talent, Oz Perlman. Um, but, uh, you know, with comics, that too, maybe it could launch something. But. I don't know, a 67-year-old woman. But, you know, uh, I always point to Clara Peller, the Where's the Beef woman. Where's the she Beef? She was 80-something yeah, when she hit. I know. That was a big deal. Where's the Beef? You remember that? Now, I'm a little edgy maybe for them. For instance, um, you young people mm. like to, you, you young people are into threesomes. I would never do that. Who needs two guys who don't know what they're doing? <laughs> I like that joke. That's, That's a, a good, good joke. joke. Yeah. All right. The whole thing's like that. But what email? You can't say on the air your email. Should I go online and find it? I could have somebody give you a, a uh, address to send it. Oh, okay, great. I like that Do you joke. go to clubs? Do you perform? Oh, yeah. I'm not a headliner, but I, I feature, you know, I open for local talent and stuff like that. No, well, I'll tell you I'm, what. I'm actually very dirty, so I had to clean it up. Yeah, Here's a dirty that. one. Um, I'm so sick of I'm so sick of the sexual harassment everywhere. Sexual harassment. You girls are baby. It's only sexual harassment if you mind. I had a, a boss whip it out, yeah. and you either suck it or you don't. I don't know about you, but I'd rather suck a dick than file all afternoon. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty funny. I kind of like your style. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. So I had to clean it up for the tape, but, yeah, right. if you can get me, I, I'm dying to get your advice. Hmm. I like that line. If uh, if uh, I'd rather yeah. suck a dick than file all day. I like that. <laughs> yeah. You're pretty funny, yeah. actually. Here's yeah. one. Here's one for you, Robin. My mother's annoying. She's always giving me this, this shitty advice. She says it's better to go to bed with a good book than a bad man. Robin, you try getting a Kindle into your vagina. 
Yeah. You're I don't good. know, Andy. You're good. You're good. You got something. Yeah. I don't know so, why you haven't um, made it. Yeah. Well, I just have to work harder at it. To be honest, I look about 57. Like, that's so young. But oh, that's um, I'm very immature. So, um, and there's like good genetics. It. Yeah, I'd I'd listen to your tape. It sounds like you got some... uh, Well, Mildred is on the phone. She's 67, and she says she's funnier than you. So let me talk to her. Hi, Mildred. (laughs) Hi. I sent in a tape to AGT, but I didn't hear anything back, but I want to say some of my jokes for you. All right, let me hear a joke from you. I'm funnier than Andy. Knock, knock. Who's there? No, we're supposed to say Who? who's there. Oh, who's there? Knock, 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 Mike. What? Mike. Mike. Oh, Mike. Who? My tongue hangs down to my knees. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're funny take too. My tongue. Somebody take my tongue. Why is it chicken? Okay, here's another one. Why is the chicken cross the road? Why? Because I was trying to shove it up my kind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I mean, and then my big closing bit, I eat Metamucil crackers, and I sit all over a glass coffee table. <laughs> well, that's like a, uh, okay, that, that's a good bit. All right, thank you, Mildred. <laughs> Right. Yeah, um, who's going to tell me where to send it to you, you and Robin? Uh, I'll, I'll put you on hold. And uh, Matt wants to say hello from Pennsylvania. Hi, Matt. Hey, now. Good morning, Howard. Hey, now. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. Hey, now. This That broad sounded fucking hot. Oh, thank Andy? you. Hmm, very nice. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Wait, I really just want to say good morning. I don't really have much to say. I fucking love you guys. All right, get the fuck off. Got nothing to say. He goes, I called in just to say anything. Andy. He he thought she was hot. Uh, Yeah, Gary, I guess I I almost don't want to watch. Yeah, I know, but I almost don't want to watch Andy's tape because. You're afraid to watch it now. Well, I'm afraid to watch it because where's it going to lead? What if I tell her it's not that good? Although. No, that's all right. I got tough skin. I was in sales for 30 years. All right. All right, here's our address. Spam at SiriusXM.com. <laughs> yeah, right. No. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what. Let me put you on hold, and I will watch it. I I, I will watch it, okay? Oh, I love it. Thank you. You right. and Robin are great. Um, can you imagine time flying, 1982? And you answered the phone. Hi, you're on the air. All right, Andy. Hold on. All right, you're a doll. Thank you so nice, much. Let me nice yeah, get you. the address. All right. Yeah, Gary will pick up. Just worried something's wrong because, <clears throat> you know, she was out in L.A. She, I, guess, I assume she's been doing this for, for years and years and years. I don't know. Um, I don't want to sit there and break the heart of some 67-year-old woman who's, you know, you know what I mean? So, so, so but, let's you know, get the for tape. years and years and years, we've been sitting here waiting for some undiscovered talent to <laughs> drop you think us this the is tape. It? <laughs> you think we've got it in Andy? This okay. could be it. 
hours. No, I'll watch the tape. You know, honestly, even like it got real old for me after like three or four years of doing America's Got Talent, like sitting there telling people whether they have talent or not. And then sometimes you even had to bullshit them, you know, and, and you couldn't be mean to somebody with an affliction or something like that. So, yeah. you know, you're kind of like, hey, yeah, yeah, you're going to make it. Sure. Yeah, right. Um, you know, you know, I don't hang around a lot of comedy clubs, but from what I know, almost every comedy open mic has an old lady that walks in and thinks she's funny. You know, is that true? Yeah. You know what I might do? I might get her tape forwarded over to Jerry Seinfeld and let him deal with it. Ah, ah, that'd be really terrible for you to do to her. I'll do that. I'll give it to Jerry. One of the greatest oh. comedians in the world. You're going to yeah. have him evaluate her. Day. Yeah, that, that's uh, yes, his bag. Thank you. Thank you. Stand-up comedy. But, um, I mean, she had a couple of good lines there. I I, I think the she end, has something. I'd, it wasn't something oh. I'd heard before. Right. And her delivery was pretty good, so it's not easy to make a phone call and be funny. How often does that happen? I mean, right. you know, what's his name? Speech impediment man has been trying to do that for years. Yeah, no, I mean, she <laughs> she was somewhat encouraging. So. But if I don't, if I don't like the tape, what I'm going to do, and I'm being honest, I'm just going to tell her, I said, you know, I forwarded your tape to Jimmy Kimmel and he loved it. So I'm going to put you in touch with him. Well, just tell her you forwarded it. You can't tell her what Jimmy thought no, I'm gonna. going to do. You're no, that's what I'm going to, I'm going to do that. I'm going to say, you know who loves your tape? Jimmy Kimmel. I'm, here's his number. You call him about it. He wants to talk to you about your comedy. Oh my goodness. Kimball yeah. Kimball. I'm going to do that. Because well, I don't want to break it. Just pretend you never got it. Stand-up comedy is so difficult. You know, it really is hard. It's a hard, it's a hard thing to crack. Uh, like the Beatles documentary, you, you know, you told you, you watch Jerry sign for all of them. They work their asses off. The ones that make it work their asses off and they, you know, they have to sit and really think this stuff through. And they have you to know. develop a voice, a point of view. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a really a tough deal because there is no chart. And you know, the other side of the coin is let's say she sends me your tape. And I get it, and she's a genius. I don't want to deal with that either. Why not? I because I I, I got my own problems. <laughs> you know what if I mean? She's a genius. All uh, you have to do is put her on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Too much. But I'll watch her tape. I promised her I'd watch it. I'll do it. Uh, anyway, it's been a long morning. 